The problem is not simply getting talent or producing on the field or winning at the highest level. You have to keep on doing those things mm-hmm. ongoing. Mm-hmm. The one time, sure. Twice, maybe a fluke. Three times, ah, now it's a pattern. Now something's going. We're going to give you Kirby's change of mentality that happened when he was coming off of a pretty good season and that catapulted him to national stage level. Next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's to you, listener. Excited to have you here. Today's episode brought to you by the most comfortable things that I have ever put on my body. The Bird Dogs shorts. More about them in a second. I gotta and be real careful when I give copy to Daniel. When he just, reads. I gotta be real careful. Listen, that's just the that's just a teaser. We'll get to the actual ad read in a second. Um so happy to have you along board, uh, alongside of us, on board, whatever the terminology is. We are professionals, and uh, this is an actual podcast about Georgia football that we do. Welcome. Excited to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, he's Clint. I'm Daniel. We are the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, and... Um, Thanks for listening, subscribing on all the audio platforms. Thanks for watching and subscribing on YouTube. Leave us a comment on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review on audio. If you're on one of those platforms, go ahead and download, subscribe on the opposite one and vice versa. That would help us out a tremendous amount. So many of you sticking with us through the off season, which is so encouraging, so exciting. We've got lots of content. We've got lots of things to cover about this Georgia football team. All leading up to fall camp and August and getting ready for this season. Um, Clint, it's going to be a big yeah. season. We got some, we might, we might be trying Ooh. some new things this season. We might be getting after some, I mean, there's some, there's some ideas in the works. So just on the podcast, excited. on the podcast. Yes, I agree. No, we're going to be doing the same old things, which is watching Georgia win championships. And Georgia has recently been winning championships every season that's been the track record of georgia football not for one year but for the last two years they've been making the college football playoff and winning the college football playoff every single year Mm -hmm. uh kirby opened up recently and attributed some of that success to a shift in his mindset so i'm gonna let you set that up for us and then Take us through kind of these three talking points that Kirby referenced in um, this little piece of audio, this interview, yeah. and uh, what we make of these as Georgia football fans. Here's the biggest thing that we need to understand, Georgia. You have a coach that is not complacent. Again, Kirby hates losing more than he likes winning. Okay, He hates like, losing more than you hate anything. 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 Okay. Snake bites? Nope. He hates losing more. Receding hairlines? Nope. He hates losing more. Those are the only two things I can think of. <laughs> hating. Like, that's it. That's it. You've that's just listed them all. Yeah. Um, it, 
he is he's all about this so he is not he is not content just with status quo okay so that's the first thing and it's evident because if you are any in any sort of leadership development position or if you've seen good leaders what takes them over the top is taking teams and when you are doing something good not resting on those laurels it's easy to point out when you're doing bad like, okay this is bad this is awful this is horrible when you fix this but when things are going good that's when it's actually hard to continue well, the, climbing and ascending. It's that plateau effect. That's exactly and, right. and once an organization or a team or anything else begins to plateau, it is very difficult to turn it back upwards again. Almost all the time what you see is mm -hmm. a, a, begin, a beginning gradual or steep decline happening in that organization or team complacency is the enemy of long-term success kirby yes. has been clear from the beginning he wins one championship and he is in no way satisfied with one championship no. after the 2021 season he immediately begins to say things like we're not here to win one nope. we're here to win all of them we're oh. here for long-term i'm playing i'm hoping to win it and i'm playing so guess what uh, that's exactly right he came out and said one of the things he changed up after coming off a pretty successful season and campaign by any other metric, any other university would count it as a wild success. He said, no, 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 no. Alabama did count it as a wild success this last year. Um, they have. They're the still goat. counting the number of points that they lost games by. They had the GOAT and the best roster literally in the history of college football. Ten wins. Ten wins. Okay. Uh, Kirby came out and said, hey, you know, we're going to do something different. I'm going to invite all of my subordinates and they're going to give me honest, direct and complete feedback of how I can progress and how I can get better as a coach. Now, I defy each and every one of you that's in the leadership position <clears throat> or if you have a boss that's over you. Has that ever happened where a boss or you as a leader says, I want you to tell me how I can get better. And no, 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 no. This is not a trick. This is not a ploy. This is not, I'm not going to share this with anybody. I'm not taking, I'm not going to write anything. This is on your review. This is for me. How would you want me to better myself and change? Go. Now, this is Kirby Smart, the best defensive mind in college football. The winningest coach, more wins than Urban Meyer at Florida, more wins uh, than Steve Spurrier at Florida. He's on his way of becoming one of the greatest college football coaches in the history of the sport. And mm -hmm. he says, I want you to tell me, you who doesn't have a head coaching experience to save your life, you who I brought on this app, but I have more SEC wins than you do birthdays. I want you to tell me how I can get better. That is that is a slice of, hum of humility that is very, very seldom seen. And the coaches and the environment and the culture is in Georgia. And that's exactly what he did. And they gave it to him and he received it clearly because you can see his changing MO throughout his tenure at Georgia. That's the first thing that he did, Daniel. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about and made almost a little bit light on this podcast about the Todd Munkin effect in Georgia yep. and what we've seen out of Georgia and, and Kirby Smart's willingness to, uh, to hand over some reins of the offense to Todd Munkin. There's a lot of truth in that. You've seen development as a coach. Development only comes when you're willing to actually receive feedback. And you're right, that spills over because it sends a very clear message to your staff, to your support staff, to your employees, and to your players that you don't care about anything more than you care about winning. 
and being the absolute best that you can be. You don't need to feel good about yourself. You don't need to feel like you accomplished something. You don't need your ego massaged. You need to win and to improve uh, so that you can win. That's what Kirby has been about, uh, and that is why he is set up for sustained success. We're going to come back into this, but first, Bird Dog. Bird Dog, the best thing Daniel's put on his body. Say more, Daniel. Well, first I'm going to show the people a graphic that is of the company that we are talking about. Bird Dog's shorts, listen, I'm wearing them right now. I've said I've said on this podcast before, and I'll continue to die on this hill. I didn't want shorts with liners in them. I didn't either. Until I, I wore shorts with liners in them. Then and what happened? Because I assumed, like maybe you foolishly assume, that it's like a swimsuit, right? That that's the kind of situation that you're getting yourself into. It's not. It's like draping yourself in velvet if it were socially appropriate. Like that's the kind of thing that Bird Dogs is offering no you. swooshing effect. There's not the subtle swooshing that you get. Um, Bird Dogs is great for the gym. They're great for going on a walk. They're great for going on a hike. They're great. For sleeping, they're great for swimming, they're great for camping, they're great to just wear around the house, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, Bird Dogs has got a pair of shorts for you. Use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free Yeti-style tumbler with every single purchase. I have one of those. They're absolutely fantastic. You make a little cold summer cocktail, you put it in that thing. Now, all of a sudden, things are happening. Use the code Locked On College for a free Yeti-style tumbler with every purchase. Birddogs.com slash Locked On College. I can't control my man. I've, I've got so many- ideas for days, guys. I'm an I idea guy. I just control. have ideas. I can't control them. Uh, the second thing that we want to talk about, Curry Smart has an incredible, incredible attitude. The right perspective, Daniel. Again, we, we hired – I still remember to this day. When Kirby Smart, the, the hire was announced, I was visiting some family in Texas. I remember, yes, I remember the room I was in. I remember where I was sitting. I was turning right on Ellis Street in Portland, going going to my home. This is where I was. It's it's if you don't remember where you were yeah. when Kirby Smart was hired, you need to reevaluate the priorities of your life. What are you doing with yourself? Uh, the second thing he said as he was human assessing, capital. He says, we really invest in the best capital, which is human capital. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of misnomers in college football. There's a lot of misnomers in sports, and there's a lot of stupidity in sports and people talking about what what mostly makes you... they work for the AJC. <sighs> Look. Nah, I was going to. It God, was always gonna be this it was episode. Always <laughs> going to be here. <laughs> I open invite. I sincere. I've tried to get him on Twitter. I've tried to DM him. I've chip. If you want to come on and express yourself without snarky little comments on Twitter, I would love to interview you on your stories for the AJC and your hatred of Kirby smart, just because he does things better than you. I would love to talk to you about that. Come on on open invite. Anybody get hold of him. Um, okay, I digress. He says human capital. Kirby Smart says human capital. Is Justin capital will get back to you. He'll get a hold of him, and then he'll get back to you. And then he'll threaten your well-being over a Twitter comment. 
He literally threatened <laughs> to beat a fool. Not Justin B. Tweeting, by the way, no, official attorney Bulldog. of the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. He would never do that. We might have to hire Justin B. Tweeting <laughs> to to you know protect us legally speaking against you know Justin the the weird guy with the beard. Okay, the weird guy, yeah. Go jog. Um, okay, so. He says, we invest in human capital, meaning this, meaning the best capital that we have are the people and the connection and the investment that we have with them, the progression they have in maturity, the, the understanding of watching these young men turn into men and watching them pursue and capitalize on their God-given talent to make the most out of their situation. Now, what he doesn't say, and what, again, this foolishness of college sports, one, that it's just X's and O's. You can out-scheme everybody. That's fundamentally not true. Because if that were true, you know, I, I can tell you right now, the best offensive mind schematically, schematically, is either going to be Lane Kiffin or it's going to be Hupel over at Tennessee. They're not ascending. If that were true, um, so many people would still be employed. Lincoln Riley would not have to go to USC. Dan Mullen would have won a lot more college football games we, if that we, were true. We can't stand Dan Mullen, but you know what? He went to announcing. He went into commentary, and all of a sudden you're like, oh. I mean, oh, the this, guy clearly knows ball. This guy knows ball. He can do X's and O's like nobody's yeah. business. Okay, that's not the only thing. It's human capital. It's investing in people and connection to those people and people investing back into you, and that's what Kirby does. He makes coaching trees. He elevates people more than himself. He progresses them up, and with these players, with how he coaches them, he cares about them as people. And it's clear, again, watch him get mad at Keely Ringo after a couple of boneheaded plays. It's not because he hates Keely Ringo. It's because he knows the ceiling Keely Ringo has, and he's not satisfied with that. He doesn't care about the XFL. He cares about the progression of these players. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that you can see it every single time you watch Kirby interact with anybody about football. And outside of football, the guy loves every single person in red and black at Georgia's facility, loves them to death. And you see these programs, and I don't, I mean, it's probably, we could talk about it here. We could probably talk about it in the next segment after we talk about connection, but we see these programs like a Texas A&M, mm. right? And they are trying to find a way to manipulate the system, uh, spend a bunch of money, and just sort of buy a roster of players the likes of which people like Kirby Smart at Georgia, people like Nick Saban at Alabama, even to a lesser degree, people like Dabo Swinney at Clemson have been building and creating year after year after year. You see people trying to go out and, and purchase these rosters, cut all these corners when the reason Kirby Smart is such a great recruiter, one, is because he's genuine. He's and he dude. actually says what he actually thinks. And people can see that. People know a used car salesman when they see one. And generally speaking, although some people buy used cars from used car salesmen, generally speaking, people tend to run away from those guys, not towards them. Kirby is selling a culture at Georgia. He's created yes. this culture where he doesn't say, come to Georgia and get this playing time. Come to Georgia and get this guarantee. Come to Georgia and we'll give you this you know, million-dollar NIL deal, $2 million NIL deal, $5 million NIL deal. 
He says, come to Georgia, and we have this thing called a Players Collective where we just pool all our resources and um, we make sure that everybody gets everybody. a piece of the pie. He says, come to Georgia, and not only will you win, but we will we'll treat you this way. We'll help you pursue your goals. We'll ask you what you want, where you want to grow, and we'll help you to reach your dreams. He's selling a culture. And again, that culture doesn't fit for 100% of the people that walk through the door. Some of them come. Some of them buy in. Some of them don't buy in. Some of them excel. Some of them transfer. Some of them just sort of flounder. But every player that comes is offered an opportunity to participate in something that's much bigger than themselves. That's the thing that Kirby's selling. That's the thing that other college football coaches can't seem to realize that's how you get all these player after player after player after player. It's not just because they want to play for the power G. It's not just because they want to play for the best coach in college football. It's not just because they want to win championships. It's because Georgia's a better environment than most other places in college football. There it is. I'm not to belittle people or talk. It's like parenting. Parenting is not the lectures you give your children. The parenting is the type of environment that you create for your child that is that is permeated in the entirety of your life. That's what it is. And that's what Kirby has done. And you could say, well, you know, he's not doing good here. No, he's, he's making young men become men and he's progressing their dreams and he's getting them in the league at record numbers. And he's making sure that every other player that isn't in the league is well taken care of and part of UGA and wants to be part of UGA and is doing the best thing for them. And he's doing the best thing for everyone. It's an incredible culture and it's human capital. We're going to come back after this and talk about connecting how that is king. Connection, Daniel. Connection. It feels like there's some sort of song that should go with it. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know it exactly. We should be holding hands virtually as we talk uh, about it. Welcome well, to the 199, by the there way. There we go. The one you love to see the back. 199 love here. Girth is back. Um, and back. Justin be tweeting. If we've missed you, we apologize. Shout out to us on Twitter over on YouTube. We love the comments. Get over to 199. Uh, Bonfire.com/slash/store/slash the 199 uh, is where you can get merch uh, that Daniel's wearing like right now. Shirt. As a matter of fact. Like here comes the death march of the Kirby in now what is the midway through the four, the third quarter. Not the fourth quarter, but midway through the third quarter. I mean, to be honest with you, against change. some of these teams on the schedule, we're going to be starting the death march in the first half oh this year. Gosh, it's going to be the brutal. death march is going to be. Carson Beck's going to get pulled yep. in a game this year for overriding a play call and throwing one deep. Like... That's actually going Mike to happen. If, if Kirby is, it's going to happen when Kirby has the headset off and he's coaching somebody up and he's uh-huh. going to turn around and Carson's bombing it and he's going to get on the headset like, Bobo, did you call that? And Bobo's going to have to make a call like, yep, I, yeah. that was me. That yep. was me, coach. Was, sorry about that, coach. That was on me. Don't. Yeah. Sorry remember about that. Remember when we were roommates? Remember, yep. <laughs> remember the nepotism that you hired me because of? <laughs> That's right. Uh, All right. Let's talk about how connection Kirby's talking about connection. Uh, And this is again, another misnomer. 
Another thing with great teams, exceptional teams, is this brotherhood, is this bond, is this connection between, it doesn't matter rank, it doesn't matter status, it doesn't matter year, freshman, senior, captain, co-captain, no-captain, been always on Scully, not been on Scully, walk on, uh, assistant coach, doesn't matter who you are, you have to care about the person and connect to the guy next to you. And this brotherhood that Kirby has instilled in the players, you can see it, JDJ, Nicobe Dean, um, Michael Williams, you're already starting to see it from him. Jordan mm-hmm. Davis, all of them. Nolan Smith, again, I should say his name twice. Nolan Smith, because mm-hmm. he exhibits this. This connection to each other and this, I got your back. I call it bailout buddies. Uh, and not to belittle anything that's gone on, but I, this is the note. If I get in trouble, I'm going to call somebody and say like, hey, here's, I'm in this need. And that person is going to be like, no questions needed. I got you. And that's the connection that Kirby's Mm. created to have backs of players and have backs of people so much above authoritarian, uh, draconian uh, punishment and and hierarchy of specialty because you're all world 99 rate. No, 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 no. Kirby doesn't play that game. He plays the best players going to see the field. Yes, but you're not more important than me. I'm not more important than you. We are all in this together. It's very Ted Lasso-esque, if I may. Slap the believe sign on your way out and just uh, get something going. Yeah, it's not... Listen, Kirby Smart and Ted Lasso have nearly nothing in common. Listen to them do a press conference. It's not... It's not similar, (laughs) okay? Roy Kent, Kirby Smart. Now, there is a... (laughs) That's the GERF M-dubs Venn diagram right there. That's what we're saying. Um, yeah, Kirby has created an atmosphere um, that is conducive to speeding tickets. No, I'm only joking. It's conducive to people actually caring about each other and young men actually supporting each other and playing for each other. And again, there's no magic to recruiting. I think Kirby would be the first person to tell you this. There's no magic to recruiting. Texas A&M signed the number one class in America one time. And they did it exactly one time. And now ask me how many of those guys are still in College Station, Texas. Because the answer is not very many of them. Because you can go out and buy players, but then if that's the only reason that they're there then they don't have a ton of a reason to stay. Kirby... By the way, by the way really quick, since you said so, A&M sits 37th right now in recruiting 2024. It's interesting because it's the same coach. It's almost like people have seen that bill of goods and they've said, no, I'll pass on that. No. No, not for me. Kirby is selling something completely different in Athens. It is a culture. It is a winning culture. And listen... Georgia's not going to win the national championship every single year, okay? There's no – Georgia might not win the national championship this year. There's there's a clear path to the playoff, I think, for Georgia. Yeah. But there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees in the SEC championship game. There's no guarantees once you get to the playoff that anything, absolutely anything can happen. It, Georgia would be hard-pressed to win a third straight national championship. But this program is built 
to last. There's no one still saying Georgia's going away. Now, all no. those people were very loud about 10 months ago. Very loud. Yeah, they were. But there's no one still saying Georgia flash in the pan, one hit wonder. You know, we're, we're never going to see them around the top again. This Georgia program is going to be in it for the long haul, and that's what makes Kirby Smart the envy of every single college football fan in America. Whether you say that you love him or say that you hate him, it doesn't matter. You would trade your coach for him today, and I don't have to trade my coach for him because he is him. So This is the type of culture that does make organizational sense for long-standing success beyond just a single dude. Kirby is the best coach. Wouldn't trade him for a thing, but he is making traits that that Nick Saban is not. And I again hate to pile on. Nick Saban is the only thing good at Alabama. Period. Well, there's all that fun stuff in Tuscaloosa. No. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. No. It's all sorry. those amazing assistant coaches that are. <clears throat> no. I've heard the things I've heard about Kevin Steele. Somebody get. <laughs> Somebody get Marler on here. Can he confirm or deny Kevin's the things that we're hearing about Kevin Steele this offseason? Kirby's creating something that is rather special. He is architect, architect all mm -hmm. the way through, making a structure of this that's quite exceptional. You'd love to see it. Uh, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, come back next time. We're going to have more Georgia talk. See you guys then. You are locked on. Oh,